1: I'm your guest host Carl Jackson sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in is 18 Prager 776. That is 18 Prager 776. I think I have that right, Sean. It is an honor to be is an honor to be with you an honor to be filling in for Dennis Prager, one of my heroes. I'm joined in the studio. Dave Dorica has my back right here at AM 950, the answer com. Sean McConnell is in my ear. Who do we have on the lines, Mr. McConnell? Jennifer is on the lines. Thank you, Jennifer, for being here. Alan Estrin, thank you for giving me the opportunity to send in uh, for Dennis once again. And thank you, uh, all of you, for joining me. Guys, I got a lot that I want to talk about today, and and I'll go back and forth with some of the breaking news. I promise that uh, I won't leave you high and dry there, but I'd like to talk about some macro issues. I'd like to talk about some bigger issues of the day, some bigger issues that we're facing, and What's what we need to know uh, in order to win back this country and take this country back? And and uh, when I say take this country back, I mean, from the radical left, I mean, from the communists, I mean, for the from the fascists, I believe that run the country right now. I believe that's what you see in the Democrat leadership is a bunch of fascists. I believe that the Democrat Party has been co-opted by the communist movement and i don't say that to be hyperbolic or to uh, or, or 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 to simply you know j- just to catch your ear or, or to get attention i say it because i i think it's true and i think more and more of you out there in the listening audience are coming to realize just that so i'm going to get into some things the first thing that i want to get into Is how should the church think about socialism? I think this is very important because sadly, I believe that uh, as Dennis Prager wrote about, the COVID lockdowns were uh, basically just a, a setup for a police state or a dress rehearsal, I believe, as he wrote. For a police state, and I believe that a lot of us, sadly, felt the test. A lot of people of faith in the United States of America felt the test, and it really disheartened me. I, I must admit to this day, I'm still frustrated about it, and I've come to the conclusion that a lot of Americans don't want justice for COVID for whatever reason. Uh, we've decided, for the most part, to move on from COVID, but COVID revealed a lot about our character as Americans. It revealed a lot about our character as. Christians and Jews and Catholics and people of faith as Americans in general. Uh, So I want to talk about that. In the second hour, I want to get to Representative Ilhan Omar. I want to get to DEI. Dennis Prager has a column. I literally just started reading it a few minutes ago that you guys should uh, check out. And basically the title of it is You Should Rethink Flying United Airlines. I'm going to talk about DEI in the second hour of the program, and it, not all immigrants are equal. I'm going to be joined by my uh, friend Alma uh, Ohini O'Perry for just a brief uh, segment in the second hour. You're going to want to stay tuned from that. for that. He is a legal immigrant that has come from uh nigeria came from nigeria he's a very successful american citizen and i want to compare him to ilhan omar ilhan omar who i contend is not an american yes she's a u.s citizen but i contend that she is not an american i contend that she does not believe in our founding documents that she does not believe in our founding principles i think she is a nationalist And I'll go over an article that I found on the Federalist that I think think was absolutely excellent that sums this up very well. So make sure that you stay tuned for that because it's very important. Guys, we have to understand – who we're allowing into this country and the damage that there be uh, that's being done. Uh, every single one of us should be calling our congressmen. And I'm listen. I'm guilty of this myself, but I've decided today that I'm going to at least make sure that I'm calling my congressmen. That I'm calling my senators weekly. They need to seal the border. I'm glad to see that a lot of Republican governors have got on board finally and said, "You know what? Let's close the border." But I do want to. I do want to. I do want to share something. I want you guys to remember. The only ones that were for the border until it became politically expedient in an election year. (gasps) Did I say that? Did I call out Republicans? Yes, I did. Republicans are they're They're our best tool to fight back against the radical left. But if we the people don't keep them accountable, they're worthless. And frankly, so are we as American citizens. There were only two governors, Governor Greg Abbott and Governor Ron DeSantis, that were really standing up and making making a difference when it came to border secure, uh, security uh, for the last several years since President Trump has been out of office. Uh, now you have the Johnny come lately, so I'm glad they're here. Uh, but let's be real. All right. I want to be completely real because I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of people that we elect not fighting for us. But I got to say something. The reason why they don't fight for us is because we don't challenge them to fight for us. Guys, if we're going to save America, that's got to change. I'm not here to be a preacher today, uh, but I am a fighter. I am not going to go down without a fight. These fools are not going to take my country from me. Uh, They can try, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go down swinging. I am going to go down swinging. We cannot We cannot let America fall under our watch. It is wrong. It is immoral. It is a sin. And you should not stand for it. The Democrat Party is an evil party. I'm not saying that every layman, every... Democrat voter is evil. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that your leadership is. And I am saying that you are complicit in the evil and the destruction that the Democrat Party is doing to this country if you vote Democrat. And by the way, let me say this. We've had some low turnout numbers. And so as much as uh, former President Trump has been dominating in these in these primaries or in the Iowa caucus and then the New Hampshire primary, you guys, I'm sure, have noticed. You guys, I'm not one to blow smoke up you, but I'm just going to be completely real. Uh, even though he's dominated, you guys are aware that the turnout is down drastically. So I'm going to say this: Republicans, you should be ashamed of yourself. We should be running to those freaking primaries to make sure we save this country. We have no excuse. If this country falls, we have no excuse. It is on us. Frankly, we shouldn't be depending on Trump. We shouldn't be depending on the governor. We shouldn't be depending on state legislators. It is up to us to save this country. And so I'm going to challenge you today. In the third hour, I'm going to talk to you about the us versus them election. Guys are coming after us. I'm seeing stuff that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And I'm telling you, I would sit here on radio. I would sit with my colleagues, the American adversaries, and we would talk about things that we thought were going to happen or that were coming down the pike. I would talk about it on my own show. And, guys, what I'm seeing today is just unbelievable. I'm in disbelief, but I'm not going out without a fight. I'm not going out without a fight. And, I, and I'm going to challenge you to make sure you don't do everything possible we got to take back this country. There's no such thing. Men can't be women. Women can't be men. Uh, we don't have a rule of law. Abortion is becoming a norm for people that want to sleep around and stick you with a bill. Uh, it's absolutely insane. Free speech is a thing of the past. Taxation is something, a uh, word that we just use. It no longer represents hardworking Americans that are struggling and, and being crushed under this Biden economy. People that can't go out and buy a car if they want, can barely afford to put food on their table, can barely afford to make their mortgage payment or pay rent. This stuff has got to stop. But the only way that it stops is if you get to the polls, if you get involved, and if you bring a friend or neighbor with you. I'm not one of these people that are going to tell you that every single person needs to be out there running for elected office. Quite frankly, not all of us are going to be good at that, and, and there's not enough seats Uh, uh, available. But we do need to be paying attention to what's happening in our local area. I can tell you right now, I live in in Florida. I live in Central Florida, Orlando area. And I just got a notice last night and I sent it to some of my buddies uh, on radio that Winter Park, Florida, Winter Park, Florida, for those of you that are in Central Florida right now, there is a meeting taking place tomorrow morning. I won't be able to make it. Unfortunately, I got the notice late last night. But if you are in the sound of my voice, Winter Park, Florida, is trying to demand that landscapers transition from uh, gas-powered leaf blowers to electric leaf blowers. Carl, what's the big deal? Guys, it has nothing to do with leaf blowers. Leaf blowers, electric leaf blowers are a joke. They're inefficient. They're great for one homeowner. This is all about control. And this is how the left gets a foothold. Let's start here. I'll start with number one. There are 10 reasons why socialism and Marxism are antithetical uh, to biblical Christianity. And I believe this was from LifeSite News. I I hope this is the right place. I forgot to mark it down. But I'm just going to go through some of the subtopics, and then we're going to get back to them, and we're going to dive into them. Again, if you want to call and be a part of the show, 1-8-Prager-776. My name is Carl Jackson. I'm sitting in for Dennis Prager. Socialism is against the biblical view of the nuclear family. We're going to talk about that. Socialists claim education belongs solely to the state. We're going to talk about that. Socialists claim that the state deserves the highest allegiance. We'll talk about that. Socialists believe in the abolition of private property in land and the application of all rents of land to public purposes. We'll talk about that. Socialism advocates a progressive income tax. I think that's wrong. I think that's a sin, quite frankly. Socialism opposes the rights of a family inheritance. All of that that and more coming up on the Dennis Frager Show. I'm Carl Jackson. We'll be back.
0: There's a lot of talk about the Great Reset and digital currencies. The U.S. government has been floating the idea of a digital dollar for quite some time, opening up the door to the government controlling your bank account, or worse yet, freezing your money. They did that in Canada, remember? This is Dennis Prager for Amfed Coin and Bullion, and for my friend Nick Grovich. Now more than ever in this woke world, it's important to own tangible assets like gold and silver. Owning physical gold and silver gives you control over your wealth. They're proven, stable commodities that have held their value over time. Beyond the overarching reach of government. And it's so important you do business with a trustworthy and transparent company like Amfed Coin & Bullion. Amfed's owner, Nick, and his experienced team will always provide you with honest, sound advice. No pressure sales. Moving a portion of your wealth into precious metals is a prudent decision. Call Amfed Coin & Bullion. 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com.
1: Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson. Sitting in, the number to call into the program, 1-8-Prager-776. Again, that number is 1-8-Prager-776. For those of you that are interested, and I hope all of you are interested, please find me online uh, anywhere that I can be found on social medias at The Carl Jackson Show. Subscribe to my podcast, The Carl Jackson Show. All right, so... Listen, 10 reasons why socialism, Marxism are antithetical to biblical Christianity. And guys, all right, I know there's some atheists out there. I get it. I know there's some secular uh, secularists out there. Um, I get it. Uh, but the the truth of the matter is you live in a nation... That is great or exceptional because of our Judeo Christian heritage. Now, we've done a lot to destroy that, especially in the last several years. Uh, but uh, sadly, we've been working on this for quite some time. But nonetheless, the reason why you're able to enjoy the freedoms that we still have, thank God, is because of our Judeo Christian heritage. So even if you're an atheist, if you're an agnostic, you're welcome. All right? Because if you go to some of these other countries around the world, obviously, some western countries not uh i'm not speaking of them if you go to europe and so they probably don't care right but but it's the reason why we're exceptional it's because of our heritage it's because of our biblical principles you know it's a it's amazing to me that people talk about how they don't believe in god and stuff like that and then they want the rule of law uh, they talk about what is good they talk about what is evil but how do you know what is good or what is evil if it's just based solely upon what you think right I mean, there's got to be a higher power. Uh, There's got to be a source for objective truth. Otherwise, it's like, uh, you know, it's a fad. It's like people say, your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. There's no such thing. There's only a such thing as the truth. That's why I try to uh, deliver daily doses of objective truth on my podcast. All right. Now, getting back to this subject at hand. Socialism is is against the biblical view of the nuclear family, and I'm not going to spend tons of time Uh, time on all of these because I want to make sure that I get through them or at least most of them in this hour. I've got a lot of stuff that I want to cover. I'm trying to get a little more discipline. All right. Sometimes I come in with a thousand, uh, columns that I've read through and I want to (laughs) get, uh, I want to talk about all of them because all of them in some way, shape, or form are connected. Uh, But I want to make sure I get through this because this is very important. I want you to understand who you're up against. You know, I, I, I'm going to have Eric Lindrum on my podcast tomorrow. He's with AM Greatness, writes for AM Greatness, and has the Right Take podcast. Uh, and I'll be talking to him about a col- uh, column that he's recently written. But one of the things he mentions uh, in that column is how Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson debated at one point in time that facts, you know, Ben Shapiro often says facts don't care about your feelings. Well, there's a faction of even the conservative movement that will say feelings don't care about your facts. And the truth of the matter is they're both right. Uh, Facts don't care about your feelings is where we need to be. Feelings don't care about your facts is where we currently are. But I think Ben Shapiro needs to fight the fight that he's fighting because I think we need to pound the left in the mouth. And then there's the people that are are like, hey, this is where we are right now. Uh, A lot of Americans simply don't care about the facts. It's all about feeling. And to some degree, this is true. We see that because a lot of people aren't necessarily voting about, uh, you know, whether it's inflation, high gas prices, high grocery prices. We can rail on that stuff all day. And I do because I get very frustrated with it. But I have to remember there's a segment of the population whether that's generation z whether that's millennials they really don't give a flip they found a new morality they found their new source of god and oftentimes that's fine found in left-wing mantra or left-wing ideology the trans movement climate change movement all of these have become a secular religions all of them have people like to feel virtuous it's amazing they run for god from god but they love to feel virtuous all right so Again, socialism is against the biblical view of the nuclear family. Sean, I don't know why you didn't shut me up to make sure I get through this material. Normally he does that. He says all types of mean things to me in my ear. Uh, try to try to keep me going. But uh, this time I would have wanted that. All right. So now the nuclear family performs ideological functions for capitalism. And again, I believe this was from LifeSite News. I, I'm sorry. I wish I had written down where it came from, but I thought it was spot on. Uh, the family acts as a unit of consumption. This is what this is what Marxism teaches. Let me start that over. The nuclear family performs ideological functions for capitalism. Wow. The family acts as a unit of consumption and teaches passive uh, acceptance of hierarchy. It also. Uh, it is also the institution through which the wealthy pass down their private property to their children, thus reproducing class inequality. So you got that? The nuclear family performs ideological functions for capitalism. Uh, no. All right. <laughs> the, the, the nuclear family is a great example of how capitalism works. Uh, Matthew 25 instructs us on capitalism. A lot of people I've heard even some of the most, I don't know, well conservatives that you would you would know uh, speak about capitalism and maybe capitalism isn't all that it's chalked up to be. No, capitalism is the bomb. Capitalism is much better than socialism. And I'm so sick and tired of the right running away from great ideas. You know, I remember back in the day um, there were some scandals going on in the Christian evangelical community. It happens all the time. And then people start saying, well, should I call myself a Christian? Should I call myself this? Should I call myself? Yeah, you should. You just stand for what it means. I I, I, I I don't get this. I get so frustrated with us running away from what we believe in. You don't do that. You fight back. And the reason and because we've run from what we stand for, from what we believe in, we lose. We lose the culture. Capitalism isn't just about money. That is the That is what some conservatives even get wrong. It isn't about money alone. It is about gifts, your God-given gifts. It is about your God-given talent. It is about your responsibility to your fellow man or to your family member. And that's where capitalism can come in, even in the family structure. The family acts as a unit of consumption and teaches passive acceptance of hierarchy. Guys, there is hierarchy. I'm sorry. Father, son, Holy Spirit, mom, dad, son, daughter, boss, employee, you get it? And then he says how um, it's also the institution through which wealthy pass down their private property. You're damn right. And we'll talk about that after the break. Carl Jackson in for Dennis
0: Prager. Dennis Prager here with a man I have come to admire for his work. So when I asked him, what do you do? This is the title he gave, Wealth Architect. Very simply put,
2: I am a wealth architect that helps my
0: clients accelerate
2: the way they grow your wealth. It's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. The Internal Revenue Code is embedded with a number of things that you can take advantage of. It's what I call playing tax chess. We take the time to play tax chess in your favor. We tend to give our clients unbiased, independent advice across all areas in their financial life because we have no incentive to sell anything. We can't just take your information, say in February or March, prepare the returns and say, oh, these are the things you should have done. It's too late. You need to meet with me now. Because oftentimes, after the close of the calendar year, some of the strategies that we implement in your financial life can't be implemented retroactively.
0: You have, in fact, saved me a serious amount of money. Head to CharlesDombeck.com slash Prager to schedule your meeting today.
1: Welcome back to the Dennis Prager show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. Uh, and guys, I'm, I'm always reminded of this. Obviously we've seen the skyrocketing anti-Semitism, uh, not just in the United States and around the globe. Obviously, uh, Dennis is Jewish. I always pray for the safety. Oftentimes I need to text him and tell him, but I pray for his safety. I pray for Sue's and I just, uh, pray that they will continue to prosper. I pray that, uh, Prager, you would continue to be the force that it is for good in the United States of America and for saving uh, for saving this country. But also, if you're a Christian, obviously you should be outraged about the anti-Semitism in this country. Why? Because your God is a Jewish carpenter. Uh, this should be pretty simple. Uh, it's amazing to me when I see people claiming the name of Jesus Christ that have anti Semitic leanings. Uh, You're stupid. You don't know the Bible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying. I'm trying to calm down. Sean, help me. I'm trying to calm down on my Christian cussing. All right. So if you want to help me out there. okay. wrong person, wrong person. Uh, Rick, I'm trying to calm down on my Christian. (laughs) But uh, but anyway, uh, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You cannot be a person of faith. And be anti-Semitic. You cannot claim that you believe in the God of the Bible uh, and, uh, and, and and be anti-Semitic. You, you, you simply can't. You simply can't. And no, uh, you're not the original Jews if you're black. Come on. Let's do a little more studying, morons. This is. This is insane to me. Anyway, all right, let's get on with this issue of socialism. Callers, I see you out there. Tom, Dr. Tony, Marge, Audrey, don't go anywhere. I'll get to your calls as soon as I can. All right, so I'm going to give you some scripture to reference this stuff as well. Also, my buddy Dennis, the American Adversaries, reminds me to check out Tom McDonald's rap featuring Ben Shapiro, where I was, honestly, I was shocked. When I first heard Ben Shapiro was going to be in a rap video, I was like, ugh. Uh, may not want to go there, Ben, uh, but I got to tell you, he pulled it off. Obviously, Tom McDonald uh, puts out some amazing videos, some amazing rap music, patriotic rap music, uh, and Ben Shapiro uh, did his thing, if you will, in that. I was very, uh, very impressed. So was Nicki Minaj, by the way, who tweeted out about that. All right, so uh, so socialism, the number one socialism is against the biblical view of the nuclear family. Um Hence, socialism is against the biblical principle of parental rights related to their children and the prominence of the nuclear family. Another thing that Marxists say or they can't stand is that when you're in a nuclear family, you get to pass down your wealth. You get to pass down your wealth to your kid, your private property to your kid. I I, I guess they think it's immoral uh, for for what a, a, a congressman. Or corrupt politician like Joe Biden or Representative Cory Bush that uh, paid her husband 60 grand to uh, stand on watch for her, be a security guard when he was never a security guard. I guess those are the people we should pass it down to. No, this is absolute nonsense. This, Guys, and I'm going to get into this in the third hour, this us versus them election. I want you to understand that that's where we are. This is an us versus them election. Carl, who do you mean by them? I'm talking about the deep state. I'm talking about the the politicians. I'm talking about the globalists. I'm talking about the elites right here, even in the United States that want you to bow down to them. I'm talking about all the politicians in Washington, D.C. that have forgotten that we, the people, are in charge. And I stress that a lot. I get some people mad because I I I don't. When it comes to politicians, I don't care if your name is Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. I love them both, all right. But I, I I I can't get into. I I don't count on politicians to do what God called us to do. Now we have to use politicians. They're our vessels to get done what God wants us to get done through them. Don't make it worship where we focus on them. The focus should be on we the people. God gave us a free nation. God gave us a declaration of independence and a constitution for we the people to abide by. And the reason why we get desperate for a Trump or other leaders is because we've disobeyed God so then we have to rely on a strong man. You see how that works? All right. Genesis 1 through 28 speaks of this. 128 through 29 speaks of socialism uh, being against the biblical worldview. Uh, Proverbs 22, 6, Ephesians five twenty 6 through 4. Also, number two, socialists claim education belongs solely to the state. Marxist education aims at producing faithful citizens. Therefore, it is primarily an ideological tool to program children to be loyal to the state. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? The left doesn't want to have babies, but they want to control your children. Isn't that amazing? When you stop and think about that, in communist and socialist nations, education and the curriculum are controlled by the state and are not considered the responsibility of the parents. Models like homeschooling children would be illegal. We'll return to this and more, plus your calls, when we get back. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. All right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in. For Dennis Frager, guys, as the show rolls on, I'll continue to pepper uh in, if you will, the 10 reasons why socialism and marxism are antithetical uh to biblical Christianity and and frankly, for those of you that are people of faith, uh, I, I mean, you're you're Jewish, you, uh, this applies to you, right? We read from the we read from the same Bible. I know we have some uh different beliefs as far as the Messiah is concerned, uh and that is fine, but still uh, but still, this, this applies. This is a Judeo-Christian nation. Uh, we need to be fighting back against socialism. Uh, this is what the left is trying to impose on the rest of us. They're doing it Cloward and Piven style, where they are literally overwhelming the system, whether it is the uh, the borders, whether it is regulation, uh, even with our foreign policy. I'm con- uh, concerned about that. There's no doubt about it. This illegal immigration, and in particular, uh, there was a video that has come out where New York police uh, officers were beat down by a couple of illegal aliens and then you had representative ilhan omar who in my opinion is a nationalist but she's a nationalist for somalia not for america she should be expelled from congress she should be deported Uh, she's a u.s citizen in my opinion but she's not an american and i want to talk about that but before i do i'm honored to have on with me a guest and my friend alma uh, O'Perry, he is an author, the author of the new book, American Privilege. Alma went viral, I think it was probably a couple or a few years ago. I think it was during the 2020 campaign. He was a supporter of Donald Trump. He spoke out or spoke up for legal immigration and his support for Donald Trump at the time. Uh, he is a fabulous uh, man, very smart, uh, and he's an immigrant. He's a legal immigrant from Nigeria. So I want to talk to Alma. Alma, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show.
3: Hey, uh, Carl. Thank you so much for having me. One point of correction. I am from Ghana originally.
1: Thank you. (laughs) You know what? I'm so glad you said that, Alma. I was was thinking, is Nigeria wrong? And I definitely knew you weren't from Compton. So I wanted to make sure. So I'm (laughs) so I'm I'm glad you got that. All right. I'm glad you corrected me. But anyway, Tell us real quickly about your new book, The American Privilege, Alma.
3: All right. So um, the book is actually titled My American Privilege. And the reason I, I felt inspired to write the book first was to share my knowledge about my process of becoming American. So the subtitle for the book is A Chronicle of My Transatlantic Journey to Become American. And for those who have not heard from me before, it took me about 18 years to go through the legal process to become an American. But my American dream started long before I came to America. It started as a child. And so the reason I'm writing my book is to help Americans understand that, you know, the American dream does not only exist in America. It inspires people all over the world and inspired me to make the choices that I made to come to this country legally. And um, throughout the, the 18 years that it took me to become a citizen, I learned a lot about this country and learned to appreciate the founding ideals and principles of this country. And I feel like we are in a state where we're currently, it seems like we're ashamed of the values that founded this country. And my hope with this book is to rekindle that American spirit to be a cheerleader, to help Americans realize that it is indeed a privilege to be an American. And, you know, for those of us who have come here from other places, we recognize that privilege very clearly, and we hope to be able to impart that to the next generation. Alma,
1: there wasn't anyone that warned you that America was systemically racist before you came here? (laughs)
3: <laughs> Before I came here, I was I was listening to CNN, and this was back in 2000. I, I came here in 2003, but back in 2000, when the Bush Gore election happened, I was you know listening to CNN International, and the message I got was that you know Republicans don't like immigrants, and so believe it or not, in 2000 I was all the way in Africa rooting for Gore to win. only to come here to realize that, you know, the values that I believed in the values that I cared about were actually on the opposite side of the aisle from him.
1: (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's honestly, I, I love your story. I've, I've interviewed Alma on my podcast, by the way, uh the Carl Jackson Show dot com. You can check out the podcast. It's been quite some time uh since he was on, but he was a uh he's a fabulous guest. Alma, let me get your, your take on the the illegal immigration, uh what I'm calling the invasion at the border, uh, that we're seeing. You came to this country as a legal immigrant. It was your dream to come to this country. How does it make you feel to sit there and watch illegal aliens just coming in? Uh, willy-nilly with no no, uh, uh, repercussions, no
3: consequences? Um, For me, it is an affront to the rule of law. So for many of us legal immigrants, one of the reasons we come here is because we believe in the rule of law, and we wanted to go to a place where you could rely on the law to be applied fairly and equally across the board. And so for us, it is an affront to the very foundation of this country and it is an insult to those of us who you know, followed the rules and did everything we were asked to do to earn our citizenship. And so many people who are in my position feel that, you know, yes, we feel for people who want a better life, but if the first act that you perform in the country that you want to live that better life, if the first act is to break the loss of that country, then I feel like you haven't really um, ingrained in you what it means to be American or what the values of America are. And then the question becomes, if you're not being motivated by the values of America, then what exactly are you coming here for? And that's where I think the danger lies is a lot of people are coming here and there is this attempt to assume that they're all benevolent people who just want a better life. But there are people who may want things that are not necessarily American um, in the interest of America. And so this is something that is an affront to the rule of law and, and makes it very difficult for those of us who are trying to do things legally to continue on that path.
1: Let me, let me ask you this. I have a couple more questions, and we only have a few minutes left. Uh, did America come to Ghana, rape and pillage your town or uh, anything like that? Is that? Uh, did you want to come here because we stole everything from Ghana, and you wanted to come back here and, 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 and get it? How do Ghanans view America in general?
3: Um, in general, when you come to Ghana, you will find a lot of people who fly American flags a lot of people who still see America as the shining city on the hill, a lot of people who want the opportunity to come here because they believe that this is where their dreams can come true. Um, As a child, my draw to America was basically this. In Ghana, I could dream, and I could dream Mm. big, but in in America, I can do. Like This is the place where you can wake up in the morning and you can make things happen. You can do the things that drive the change that you want to see in your life. And in Ghana, I felt like I was relegated to being stuck based on, you know, the the socioeconomic limitations of the country. And here I can really dream free and actually go for my dreams. So that's how we saw Ghana, um, saw America from the perspective of Ghana. And a lot of Ghanaians feel the same way as I do. Uh, You're a person
1: of faith, are you not? I am. Let me uh, let me ask you this as well. What we we have just a minute and a half here, Alma. What have you been able to achieve? Because you were blessed to become privileged, as your book uh, uh, says, to become an American. What have you been able to achieve?
3: Um, for me, it is the ability to to like I said, wake up in the morning and know that nothing stands between me and my dreams except the work I'm willing to put forward. Right. I wanted that yes. ability to dream freely. And so uh, for me, it is that freedom to dream beyond the confines of a hungry stomach, like the ability to to raise children in a place where they can aspire to anything that they want and actually have a path to achieving um, um, the
1: ideal. Let me stop you for just a second because we have just about 40 seconds left. You've become successful in America is what I'm getting at because you followed your dreams to come to America and you're doing as a result of that. 30 seconds.
3: Exactly. So um, right now, my like we said, my book is out. If you want to truly understand and appreciate what America means to someone who did it legally, who came here to achieve their dreams, you will be able to find that in that book. is going to inspire you. It's going to help you understand You know, why America still has the allure that it has and why immigrants may be the future of of saving this country, legal immigrants who
0: understand what we have to lose here.
1: All right. Alma, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you.
0: As you know, Mike Lindell is a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. So. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You will receive a set for as low as twenty nine ninety eight. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, use the promo code Prager. There you'll find not only this offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow kitchen towel sets, and now even flannel sheets, and so much more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code Prager. Welcome
1: back to Dennis
0: Prager, uh, the Dennis Prager
1: Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in. Guys, don't forget, tonight is the big night. Dennis is doing his first online video for PragerTopia Topia Plus. Don't miss the premiere installment of Dennis AMA, that is Ask Me Anything, tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. For PragerTopia Topia Plus members only, you can ask Dennis anything. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Callers, I'll get to you in just a sec. Just real quick, let me finish up with one of these socialist things. And then the reason why I brought on Alma Ohini O'Perry. And by the way, you can get his book, AmericanPrivilegeBook.com. It will be released on February 16th. Uh, that is AmericanPrivilegeBook.com. He also has a YouTube video of the trailer up, uh, my American Privilege book trailer. He's been on Fox News. He went viral, like I said, a couple of few years ago, speaking up for legal immigration and speaking up for uh, then, I believe, former President uh, Donald Trump uh, at the time. And he, he was a little, he didn't quite give me the answer I wanted at the end. But let me let me put it this way. He's come to America. And he's been able to be very successful in his field. And his children are headed in the very same direction. He's very entrepreneurial, so he's doing even more. Uh, Now he's written this book. Uh, But uh, nothing held him back. America is not systemically racist. It's always amazing to me how the people that are in the upper echelons of American society are oftentimes the one that will talk about how America is systemically racist. And then the people that are in the lower income of society will claim that America is systemically racist while they continue to vote for the people that keep them impoverished with their, with their policies. It's absolutely astonishing. The Democrat Party is an evil Party. It is an evil party. I don't say that lightly. The Republican Party is a weak party. There's no doubt about it. I wish we were a little stronger. But the Democrat Party is evil. And I have no problem saying that. I mean it with all my heart. Uh, Let's do this. Okay. Socialist claim number three, the state deserves the highest allegiance. I'm going to be going to flipping to Representative Ilhan Omar. I also want to talk about uh, Dennis Prager's latest column, talk about some DEI. And also there is another another leader another uh yeah one of the administrators at Harvard has been caught plagiarizing unbelievable another DEI hire i it, it, it's it's absolutely insane so i want to talk about uh, that as well because i believe that DEI is basically the ponzi scheme for social justice warriors, that's that's all it is. We need to totally abolish DEI in the United States of America. You do not get rid of racism by implementing racism, especially you know when a bunch of woke fools are de- are, are demanding that you give what you've earned to them, or they get to take your positions because of the color of their skin. You just heard Alma; he came from Africa. I, I would encourage these people to. Go to Africa. And see how they like it there. See what dreams they can uh, uh, come true there. See if they can become congressmen and leaders there. It's absolutely insane. Socialists claim the state deserves the highest allegiance. Callers, I see you out there. Don't go anywhere. Brant, Mike, Audrey, I'll be coming to you. I think, Audrey, you were up. I'll come to you. Brant and Mike, I see you out there. I'll get to you as quickly as possible. So socialists claim the state deserves the highest allegiance. In many communist nations like the former Soviet Union and modern-day countries like North Korea and China, Bibles are confiscated, church buildings are burned, and evangelism, uh, evangelism is illegal. This is because they see Christianity as a rival religion to the authority of the humanistic secular state. This goes against the biblical command to put uh, to put first God's kingdom and worship and serve Jesus as the one and only true God. That is Matthew 633, 1 Timothy 615. We see that happening now. You've got pro-life advocates that are facing, what was it, 11 years in prison for going to an abortion clinic and telling women that their babies are worth saving, telling women that there's hope for them. They're facing 11 years in prison. The, the issue is, the issue is uh, it is an abortion, and I think this is where a lot of conservatives get this twisted. This is about Marxism. This is about the state being in control. This is about the government becoming your God. It's amazing to me how the left, the pro-abortionists, will claim, I'll keep your hands off my body despite the fact that there's, we're listen, we're living in a modern age. Women, for those of you that are still buying into that nonsense, we know that a baby, the moment of conception, has a separate DNA strand from you. So technically, uh, it is a it it is a it is a different body. But it's amazing how you want me to pay for you going around and ho mm, ho hoing around town. It makes makes no sense to me. I didn't get to, you know, what I'm saying I wasn't there. I wasn't in the bedroom. You want me to pay for it, and then you're telling me. I have no say. Nah, nah. It doesn't work like that. I think conservatives need to fight back on this, even if you even on a secular level. I believe that conservatives can win this argument. it, It makes no sense to me. We can go into low birth rates and all that kind of stuff. All of that stuff is important, but I'm so sick and tired of the left. Winning these arguments, then when there's no need for them to win uh, these arguments, your allegiance isn't to the state. Your allegiance is to God, your family, your country. In that order. Let's go to let's go to who was uh, who was first. I think we had uh, Audrey. Audrey, welcome to the Dennis Prager show. You've got the mic. Thank you so much for.
4: Thank you for taking my call and thank you for filling in sure. for Dennis so he can take a break. Oh, And thank you for <laughs> announcing also when the first um when that first uh question thing is going to be because I've signed up for it and I hadn't seen when it was going to be. So thank you for announcing that that's going to be tonight.
1: Absolutely. And she's talking about PragerTopia Plus, guys, 7 seven p.m. Eastern, uh, Eastern Standard Time tonight. Go to com and sign up. All right, we've got a minute, Audrey, but it's yours.
4: Okay. So, so um, what I want to encourage everybody is instead of using the word capitalism, use the term free market econ- economics. So you would be saying socialism versus free markets because it helps teach people what capitalism is. It's not rich guys in control of everything. It's people being free to buy and sell. So if in our conversations and in our writings and everything we talk about this is socialism versus free markets, I think that would be a really important point to make to people, and it would help diffuse that You know these these young kids who were walking around saying, I'm against capitalism when they don't really understand that capitalism is just free markets.
1: All right. Well, listen, I appreciate the advice, Audrey. I'm going to think on that. Sometimes I feel like we're so far gone, we've lost the language. I think we have to connect the dots, but you may have a point, so I appreciate the call. We'll be back. Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. You heard Alma Ohini O'Perry talk about his journey from Ghana uh, to America and how in Ghana he could dream big, but in America he could do, and he's become very successful. He was very humble, uh, but uh, he, uh, he has a great career. Great children, family, uh, and his children are uh, are on the path to become successful as well, following the American dream, not believing in the nonsense that America is systemically racist. Uh, he loves people. He loves Americans. He loves Jesus. Uh, he is an all-around great guy, and I'll compare him uh, to Representative Ilhan Omar, who is – for all intents and purposes, a U.S. citizen, but she is not an American. And I'll get to that shortly. In callers, I'll get to you, Brant, You're next. But first, let me share this bit of news. House committee advances two articles of impeachment against Alejandro Mayorkas. hat tip to the Daily Wire. So the GOP-led House took a step toward impeaching the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border crisis early today in the face of immense opposition from the Democrats and the Biden administration. So members of the Homeland Security Committee voted along party lines to advance two articles of impeachment. One that alleges Mayorkas has, quote, willfully and systematically refused to comply with federal immigration laws, close quote. And another that claims the secretary, quote, breached the public trust, close quote, by making false statements and also knowingly, quote unquote, obstructed lawful oversight of the Department of Homeland Security and made false statements to Congress. Well, Carl, what difference does it make? Listen, I understand and I felt the same way. Or right, What does it matter? They're just going to bring another lefty uh, lefty loon in that's going to follow uh, Biden's instructions or whomever is running the White House. And then and they're going to continue to let people in. But I think this is important. I think this is something Republicans need to do. For one, we need to show that we're going to hold people accountable. We need to show that there's uh, there's fight in us. And we need to show the rest of America that this stuff can't be tolerated. You bring more attention to this open border. Everybody is feeling this border crisis. And all of the people that we're being uh, we're bringing in, this is absolutely intentional. And I want to get into that. I want to get into this representative Ilhan Omar and some of the things that she said. John Davidson uh, the Federalist, and by the way, I want to talk about uh, Prager's column as well. And also, and also, I just saw it here. I want to make sure that I pull this pull this up because this is absolutely insane. It, it, it may it may turn out that the only uh, legitimate Harvard graduate. Our Harvard graduates are probably Alan Dershowitz and Julie Hartman. I mean, by the time all of this is said and done, it's absolutely... <laughs> it's ben Shapiro, too, you're right. All right. Uh, anybody that's conservative or has a conservative bent, uh, where is the... Uh I'm sorry. I'm looking for this. Forgive me. I'm scrolling through. I should have had this ready. Harvard's chief diversity officer accused of 40 counts of plagiarism. this according to the Daily Mail. So Harvard's chief diversity and inclusion officer has been accused of plagiarizing some of her academic works, including one by her own scholar husband. The Ivy League school received a letter from an unsigned source outlining 40 instances of alleged plagiarism by Sherry Ann Charleston. The accusations range From minor quotations, missing to taking credit for her own husband's research. It comes just weeks after Harvard president, former president now, Claudine Gay, was forced to resign following similar claims. Charleston is accused of lifting text and paraphrasing nearly a dozen scholars without attribution in her 2009 dissertation. Uh, Also, D.C. Drano on X said uh, it happened again. Harvard's chief diversity officer accused. She's the chief diversity officer. She's the chief diversity officer accused of 40 separate acts of plagiarism. Guys, DEI is nothing but a Ponzi scheme for race hustlers to make money off of people that want to feel virtuous, uh, particularly white liberals. That's all it is. That's all it is. It is racism at its finest, and it is a Ponzi scheme. It is a way for people to invest in you, feel good about themselves while you take from them, whether or not you're returning anything worth value. These people, every DEI officer on every single college campus, I'm sure they exist on high school campuses nowadays. They need to be fired and eliminated. Otherwise, this country is going to hell with gasoline draws on. You can't have people that are not prepared to do good work in positions where they need to do good work. You, you simply can't. You simply cannot. It's insane. OK, Omar, Representative Ilhan Omar. I'll have to talk about this after the break. I've been talking too much, but let me just, just say this. I believe that she should be expelled from Congress. I believe that she should be deported. And I believe that, yes, she is a U.S. citizen, but she's not American. I'll explain it when I get back.
0: Did you know that close to 90% of pharmaceuticals in the U.S. are produced outside of the U.S.? So what happens when the next global crisis strikes? Countries clamp down on exports, they stockpile, the prices of drugs rise, and the pharmaceutical shelves in America are empty. That's where the Wellness Company can help. The Wellness Company's medical emergency kit holds eight life-saving medications that every American should keep in his or her home, if you have Tylenol, you should have this kit. The kit contains antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics like amoxicillin, ivermectin, z and more. It also includes a 22-page guidebook with instructions on safe usage from benign tick bites to extreme bioterror events. Every scenario is covered. Head to twc.health/ Prager and grab your medical emergency kit. That's TWC.health slash Prager. Code Prager to save 10% at checkout. This is the emergency kit that you want to have on hand. Be safe, be prepared, and stay well. Kits are only available in the USA. Welcome back
1: to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson. Sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1A Prager, seven seven six. Dave DeRica's got my back at AM 950, the Answer Orlando.com, 94.9 FM FM. Plenty of talent here to listen to. Just ran into Roger Franklin Williams uh, downstairs. He has a great show. American Adversaries. You have Matt Buff, uh, you have David Pollock. you have Charles Hart. Uh you have American Culture War so many great shows right here. The answer dot com. Sean McConnell is in my ear. Rick is on uh Rick is on video. Did you say who did who did you say was on the lines again? Sean, forgive me. Is it J- Jennifer? All right, I thought so. I was going to say Suzette, but I was like, no, it's not Suzette. It is Jennifer. All right, so Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the calls. Appreciate you being here. And for those of you out there in the listening audience, thank you. I want to thank Dennis Prager uh, for allowing me to sit behind his microphone. I want to thank Alan Estrin, the producer of the show, uh, for uh, giving me the go-ahead to fill in a day. Really appreciate you, Alan, and all that uh, you do for Prager PragerU as well. All right, guys, so... I'm going to go back to my uh, my caller in just a sec. She said uh, she was talking about uh, the the Catholic Church, but I want to just give you what I want to talk about and finish up with this hour, and I want you to get your sneakers on because you are in for some conservative cardio. I have a lot that I want to cover. I'm still going to go through some of the socialist issues and why socialism is antithetical to a biblical worldview. I think that's very important. I think a lot of people, uh, sadly, in the conservative movement, they understand that America is a Judeo-Christian nation, but sometimes they don't know how to connect the dots. Uh, They don't understand the true dangers of socialism. A lot of Christians even believe that socialism is a biblical thing and nothing could be further from the truth. Um, uh, You know, in the parables, Matthew 25 the parable of the talents, uh, makes that, uh, makes that very clear. And and just frankly, you read throughout the Bible, it's made, it's made pretty clear. I don't know where people get socialism uh, from. Like God is going to judge the government based upon what you do or don't do. No, it's, he's going to judge you individually. And I think that's what a lot of people are concerned about. So, uh, they want to pretend as if they're being generous when they subscribe to, uh, socialism and they call it compassion. Socialism is nothing but theft, And it's a bunch of lazy people trying to, uh, A bunch of lazy people that are just trying to ride the coattails of people that are willing to work hard. That's all socialism is. And the left understands that that's what they want to turn this country into. That's why they're allowing the legal immigrants to come into this country. They want another slave class or a servant class, a, perpe- a, a permanent underclass, if you will. Uh, Representative Yvette Clark, Representative Jerry Natler gave it away. Essentially, these people don't care about the illegal aliens coming into the country. And by the way, I'm so sick of conservative outlets saying migrants. Uh, they're, uh, they're They're migrants until they break into your country. I'm so sick of that. Let's stop using, I I know we all want to feel good about ourselves and we want to feel compassionate, but a lot of the people that are coming here, believe it or not, they were persuaded to come here. They were more than likely middle class wherever they were at. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to pay the Mexican cartels to come here in the first place. And now guess what they're doing. They're sleeping in squalor on the streets, in the streets. They have no place to go. And you call that compassion. It's amazing to me. Remember when Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, sent the illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard? All of these woke, rich liberals. Oh, yeah, we're sanctuary. You know, it's a sanctuary island or whatever they said. And then the minute they get there, you know, they're they're like, hey, you got to go. But we're going to make it look good for the cameras. We're going to say, yeah, you guys are amazing. We're going to give you hugs, Uh, but we're going to put you on a plane and ship you out right away because that's how we roll. That's how we really feel about you. We don't want you to interrupt the party. I mean, for God's sakes, we got a bunch of rich people here that enjoy living life, and we don't want to be seen around you, and we don't want to see you. It's insane. Insane. Let's go back to my caller real quick, and then I want to get right back to Representative Ilhan Ilhan Omar, who is a U.S. citizen, but she's not an American. And I want to wrap that up, and then I've got so much more to bring you because what we're headed for in 2024, yes, it's likely Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, but it's also an us versus them election, and I want to make that emphatically clear. All right, so uh, let's go back to Megan. Megan, uh, you're calling from Orland. Is it Orland Park, Illinois? Correct. Okay. So, go right ahead, Megan.
5: Okay. So, just to quickly sum up, uh, fed up with the Catholic Church, the Pope, who is so left-leaning, same-sex blessings, um, the Cardinal, Cardinal Soupage, um, You know, some of the things like where they're going ahead and their um, school choice, you know, that's kind of gone by the wayside. They don't want it anymore. And yet the Cardinal didn't go ahead and say, hey, you know what I mean? Like. We want it we we, we want it so schools are closing the Catholic schools are closing um, and there was no pushback um yeah and then father Michael flager as I said he's a rabble-rouser. and um and then they're pro they're promoting they're promoting uh, the illegals coming into this country they I guess they want the pews filled or something like that so I haven't gone to church in over a year and My fear is that I would get up and walk out if the the priest said something woke. You know what I'm saying? I do love my church, but...
1: Yeah, well, listen. You, perhaps you should get up and walk out if he says something woke. But I, I would think that you would confront uh, the priest first. Uh, th- the reason why I would encourage you to go back and listen: if your church is woke, it's woke. Find find another uh, find another place to worship. Uh, but I do believe that the pastor or uh, uh, or the priest needs to be uh, needs to be confronted. Right? I, I, I mean. Yes. It, it, yes. it is very important for people like you to speak up. One of the problems I think that exists in 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 the church is we're scared of confrontation. And I think we see this. I, I think we see this even in society. I believe that the reason why the left has been able to go as far in destroying this country as they have is because we sit in the pews. And listen, you know, we're 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 human too. We want to we want to obey God. We want to feel good about ourselves. We want to serve our Lord or or what have you. But we don't necessarily like confrontation. And the Bible tells us that God didn't come to bring peace. He came to bring a sword. And and I don't mean that physically, but that means come, there's going to be things that we're going to have to confront. And that is even amongst ourselves. And I think that's something, sadly, that's even uh, that's starting to be missed within the church community. The Bible instructs us to go to one another, to confront the sins with one another before we go up the chain, if you will, within the church. That's got to happen. Maybe God will use you with the help of the Holy Spirit to convict. Uh, so, you never know. So, I would encourage you to go. If your church is a, a straight up communist church, hey, feel free to walk out and find a Bible believing uh, church to go to. That's what I would say. But make sure you confront yeah. first. Confront in love, but confront I'm first.
5: Confront. I will talk to my pastor. That's the next thing I'm going to do. And quite honestly, uh, Carl, I don't know the Bible, and I want to start studying it. So,
1: good for you. Good um, Good for you. Yeah. That, is, that is so. That, good for you. I'm so happy to hear that. That is so important, and it's good to get the word in your heart. Uh, that way you cannot be misled. So thank you so much for the call. That was really inspiring. Thank you. All right. Now, let's go back to this this column from the Federalist talking about Representative Ilhan Omar. Again, this lady, uh, she is a she is a United States representative in Minnesota. She is a U.S. citizen, uh, but she is not an American, in my opinion. Again, my argument is that she should be expelled from Congress. She should be deported. I understand that this likely won't happen, but it should happen. If we lived in a sane society, uh, this would happen. I don't understand why she's allowed to stay where she's allowed to stay when she said she's basically there in Congress to represent the Somalis. When she says she's going to basically get the United States to do whatever it is the Somali government wants. I mean, this lady got here. You know how she got here? She got here because of a lottery immigration system. She was uh, plucked out of the muck of Somalia and she was brought here and she's an absolute ingrate. She's an anti-Semite. She's a leftist. This the fact that she's a congresswoman. It's an indictment on our immigration system in and of itself. We shouldn't have a lottery system. It it, it just shouldn't exist. She has no allegiance to, to the United States of America. And she spoke it plainly. And this lady is representing representing. Uh, Americans. I don't care if her constituency are or, you know, a bunch of Somalis in an area in Minnesota. They're Americans. And quite frankly, from what I understand, there's a lot of ballot harvesting and intimidation going on in her district, which is how she continues to win. If you catch my drift. What is immigration for? Guys, immigration is, to, is for us to bring the best of the best. I'm sorry. People like her shouldn't even be allowed into the country. And Yes, and I say people like her. I'm talking about the ingrates. You don't love this country? Get to stepping. Get the hell out. We don't need you. She doesn't bring anything worth of value to this country. None. Nothing. Nada. So sick of people like this. Our founders knew better. We screwed it up. They had an immigration system that they wanted to follow. We screwed it up, and now we're paying the price. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Dennis Fraker Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in. You can find me online at The Carl Jackson Show. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you go to get your podcast. The Carl Jackson Show is where you can find me. All right, callers, I'll go to you soon. I want to get back to this Ilhan Omar and wrap this up and also give you another reason why Christianity is antithetical or socialism is antithetical to biblical Christianity. Number four, socialists believe in the abolition of private property uh, in land and the application of all rent of land to public purposes. This is antithetical to the biblical premise of the individual right to own property and the command for believers to create wealth to promote God's covenant. Did you know that existed? You can find that in Exodus 20, uh, chapter 20, verse 15. You can find it in Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse 18. You can find it in 1 Kings, chapter 20, verses 6. You can find it in the book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verses 21 through 22. You can find it in the book of Mark, chapter 10, Versus uh, uh, versus I believe it's 31 through 39. All right. Socialism, number five, advocates a progressive income tax. This is one that I want to get to real quick before I move on. I don't think I'm going to get through all of these. Um, I did do a podcast on them. So the Carl Jackson show uh, and you can find the podcast about socialism and the Christian worldview. And so you can check that out, the Carl Jackson show, wherever you go to get your podcast. Number five, socialism advocates a progressive income tax. In a socialist system, people are taxed based on their income. This is called a progressive tax structure. As an example of the influence of socialism in the U.S., the top 1% of taxpayers have an uh, average gross income of $546,434 and above. um, and they've earned 20.1 percent uh, of total AGI in 2019, and they paid 38.8 percent. So they earn 20 percent of the income, but they pay close to 40 of all federal income taxes. So when you say, "Hey, I want the rich to pay their fair share," they're actually paying double their fair share. That's what's happening. And you got a, little, a bunch of crumb snacker, uh, crumb snatchers at the bottom uh, talking about how they want free stuff. In 2019, the top one percent of taxpayers, and I don't let me say, I don't feel sorry for saying that. I, I I'm 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 so, I'm am so sick of crumbs. Listen, there are some people I understand. There's always going to be the poor amongst us. There's always going to be the poor amongst us. We know that the Bible teaches us that. Uh, we know there's 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 some people out there. They're just going to be poor. But but they you know they try. They go out. They work. They they they, they try. They still have opportunity in the United States. By the way, I, I think it's the bottom five percent. Uh, of the Americans or uh, you know income earners in the United States are still amongst the richest in the, in, in, in the world. And I know that's easy for me to say. Um, you know When you're sitting and you're struggling, it's all relative, right? Uh, so I get that. But honestly, I'm so sick of the crumb snatchers that say you need to pay your fair share. I'm so sick of the elites, Joe Biden, you need to pay your fair share. Meanwhile, he's using his crackhead son to enrich himself. I'm just so sick of this stuff. All right. In 2019, the top one percent of taxpayers accounted for more income taxes paid than the bottom 90 percent. Everybody should be chipping in, in my opinion. Um, This goes against the biblical principle that all people, irrespective of their income, should pay the same percentage, which is a flat tax. The Bible talks about tithing. I understand there's some people that don't believe in tithing, but the principle remains. It doesn't matter what your income is, whether you're rich or poor. The principle remains tithing. Both of them are a matter of trusting in God. If you're a rich guy or gal, you don't want to necessarily just trust in money. Because the love of money, not money, but the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, not all evil. A lot of people quote that uh, incorrectly. But the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And then at the same token, if you're a person that's poverty stricken, you want to make sure that you're trusting God despite what you see in your uh, face. In your face, that's faith. That's faith. All right. So now let me move on. Let me scold Representative Ilhan Omar and the Republican Party real quick. And yes, I say the Republican Party. Guys, you have to keep the Republican Party to account. Right now, we're seeing the New York Police Department officers being beat up by illegal immigrants. And we've got senators in the Republican Party literally trying to work with communists in the Democrat Party to make sure. Listen to this. Not that legal immigrants come into the country, which, by the way, we still have nearly a le- uh, one million legal immigrants that enter our country every year. That does not include the two plus million that have been entering our country under Joseph Biden. And now you have senators on the Republican side that are willing to codify into law to work with Joe Biden, two million illegal aliens entering our country. What are they doing? Call your congressman. Call your senator. Say you're not having that. That deal better not happen. And listen, the House is like, that. They, listen, they're going to toss it. But they need to hear from you anyway. Here's a number. Get a pen and pad. And you ask for your senator. You call 202-224-3121. The phone calls work, people. We just don't do them, but they work. Let me take a quick call. Let me go to Tom. Tom is in uh, New Albany, New York, or, or Indiana. Tom, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. you got the mic. We've got less than a minute, though. All
5: right, Carl. I love you, brother. Listen, you name you. one country that you and I are going to sneak into in the middle of the night, all right, illegally. We're going to beat up the police. We're not going to speak the language. We're going to give a list of our demands, all right, and then we are going to be given cash in our pocket a phone health care education housing and then what happens we get elected to congress i mean (laughs) i have had enough and i am fired up today brother
1: tom there's only one country that's dumb enough to do that uh the united states of america we'll be back welcome back to the dennis frager show guys do not forget Dennis's first online video streaming for Pragertopia Plus starts tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss the premiere of Dennis AMA, which stands for Ask Me Anything. You can send in your questions to pragertopia.com. That is pretty freaking cool if I must say so myself and I just did. All right, let me let me just uh I want to get to, I see, I see this call on Taylor Swift. I, gotta, I, I will get to you. I want to answer that. But first, let me share this uh, part of Dennis's column. You should rethink flying, the United, uh, rethink flying United Airlines. Guys, I think DEI is the Ponzi scheme for race hustlers. As a matter of fact, I know it is, uh, but that is my opinion. Take it for what you will, but I just want to read part of Dennis's column. You can find it at dennisprager dot com. Uh, you should rethink flying United Airlines. And he writes twenty twenty one United Airlines released the following statement quote Our flight deck should reflect the diverse group of people on board our planes every day. That's why we plan for fifty percent of the five thousand pilots that we train in the next decade to be women or people of color close quote First stop. Guys, the, the term people of color is meant to be divisive. That is a communist tactic. Do not use it. People are black. People are white. People are Latino. It's okay to say it. Just because lefties say it and try to pressure you into it, don't fall into it, all right? There is only one people group that has actually a couple, but has has a history of serious tragedy in the United States. That is America, uh that is African uh, Americans and not the ones that are alive today. Let's just be real, all right. Uh, and then there's also Native Americans. Both, thanks to the Democrat Party, suffered greatly. Okay, uh, so we get it now. Uh, just so that just so that you understand that, and both of them have their own past. Both people groups, both the black uh, uh, slave community and also Indians. So everybody's got their own sins, but nonetheless. Uh, That is considered, uh, especially slavery, America's original sin. Uh, That's a conversation for another day. I'm not wanting to go there, but here's where I do want to go. Again, the term people of color. Don't fall for it. Don't use it. I hear plenty of conservatives. It just rolls off the tongue now. People of color. The goal is to lump every ethnic group in what? Against whites. That's the goal. Stop using people of color. We're all equal in the United States of America. We're all equal. We're not all going to get the same opportunity. Some of us aren't as talented as others. Some of us aren't as smart as others. We're not going to all get the opportunity. But I just wanted to make a point of reference there. Dennis goes on to write, in the past few weeks, a 2021 interview with United CEO Scott Kirby, in which he promoted United's uh, pilot training policies, went viral. The bottom line is clear. It will no longer be merit alone that determines who half of United's pilots and training will be. It will be race and sex or gender, as the left prefers to call it. Despite the New York Times and the rest of the left defending United, there is no other honest conclusion to draw, he writes. As one who flies about 100 times a year, oh my lord. I knew he flew a lot. I didn't realize it was that much. Um, often on United, this worries me until now. I rarely worried about safety issues. I have certainly never feared flying guys. I would not fly United airlines. I don't fly a lot at all. All right. But when I do fly, I'm not going to lie. Let me share a story with you. This is going to sound racist, but I don't care. It's funny. Um, so I remember getting on a plane one time. It was an American airlines plane. Now this was a, this was back in a day and I got on the plane. I'm not going to lie. It, and listen to me. Right now, there's going to be some people listening to this that are going to say, oh, you're racist or oh, your uncle. Tom. No, you, you know what? You're lying if you deny it, because I guarantee you, you felt the same way. So I get on this plane and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. A brother was flying. He was a pilot. I had never, never seen a black man as a pilot getting on a plane. And Sean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought. Can this brother fly? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought. I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I thought. But you know why I thought that? Because it was rare. And then I look back, 2020 hindsight, you know why that guy was there? Because he looked apart. He looked like he came straight from the Air Force. I guarantee you that guy is qualified, was qualified. I guarantee you he was brilliant. I mean, I remember just, just the way he spoke. He had a presence about him. And I'm like, man, okay, I felt safe. I felt good. I can't say that with everybody I get on an airline with today. And you know that I'm speaking the truth. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis. He'll be back tomorrow. All right, guys. Now, I want to get to, and callers, I see you out there. I'll get to you real quick in just a minute here, Doug and Mark. But, uh. I want to get to basically what the left is attempting to do to make this an us versus them election. Actually, they've made it an us versus them election. I'm going to share a couple of headlines and a couple of details uh, within the headlines that I think you should be aware of. And so that you know what's at stake. Guys, I know we've, we've been in a battle. when you When you sit here and think about it. We've literally been fighting against the left. They've they've been running their PSYOPs campaign and everything else to beat us down, not just since Biden's administration. If you think about it, it's gone all the way back to Trump's administration, his first administration, to to his first term. When they were beating him down, they were attempting to beat you down. And so we're all tired, and I I suspect— A lot of people aren't motivated. You know, people are saying, listen, Trump is old, Biden is old, time to move on. Guys, these are our choices. So the choice that you have is, are you going to go with the senile commie that's in the White House? Are you going to go with the man that loves America? Those are our choices right now. And then I'm going to remind you to make sure that you're paying attention to local elections and local things. Because in the end, what's going to make you feel the most secure is what's happening in your own community. So make sure you pay attention to your local and state politics, first and foremost, actually. All right, now, a couple of things that I want to get to. I think before I get to them, I want to take these calls real quick. If you guys can be quick, I would appreciate it. And also, if you want to join me, if you want to join my show or check out my podcast, The Carl Jackson Show, I would certainly appreciate it wherever you go to get your podcast. I actually got a, a a message on Instagram if you want to join me on Instagram. Uh, Patricia that says she misses me and she's happy to hear me Thank you so much i really that really does humble me. I really do appreciate that uh let's do this real quick. I think this call is so important. I think it is so important, and I have the answer to it. I have the antidote, so I want to go to Mark. Mark is in Seaside, California. He says there is evidence to suggest that Taylor Swift. Is helping the Biden administration. Mark, this is a very, very important call. So I wanted to make sure that I took it, and I wanted to express my sense of urgency. So let's go ahead and get right down to business. you got the mic.
6: Yeah, when I first heard this uh, rumor from Ramon Washami, I go, and that's kind of sketchy, but then I thought about it. You know, I saw uh, Travis Kelsey plugging the— COVID vaccine on television months and months ago, and I thought to myself, well, there's a dumb blonde if I ever saw one. And then I saw uh, Taylor Swift hooking up with him everywhere she went. Like, I'm thinking, well, Jesus, is she that desperate to get a boyfriend? Because all of her other relationships went w- went fizzle. So is she desperately trying to get anyone to think that she can keep a boyfriend? And then I heard what R- R- Ramaswamy said, and I thought, my God. You know what? Her, 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 her remarks about Biden Following the last game, when they won, that the Chiefs was so scripted, it couldn't have been from her mind. It was somebody told her to say those words. And in in China, the state co-ops artists and entertainers to promote their cause. Biden is so along those lines. So along those lines, Um, except he
1: except just for the sake sake of time, let me respond, Mark. Except Biden doesn't have to be because of the societal pressure that's put on, uh, but, you know, when it comes to the entertainers, the elites, if you will, in Hollywood or in entertainment. I, I, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you something. I'm not concerned about Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift. I'm not I'm not worried about it. One iota. Will Taylor Swift, uh, you know, maybe will she bring some people to the polls? Uh, yes, but I I feel like we can do the same thing. And by the way, I think the antidote to Taylor Swift, and, uh, and and listen, I'm not hating on Taylor Swift. I don't dislike her. I, I, I question what they're doing, but at the same token, I'm not concerned about it. The antidote is PragerU. The truth of the matter is Taylor Swift is able to attract young people uh, because she thinks one way. Well, how about informing them with PragerU to help young people think a different way and to love their country and to understand what's going on? Uh, Taylor Swift, she's a, she's a phenomenal. Uh, she's amazing in business, but she's a lefty. There's no doubt about it, whether it's stage or not. Frankly, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm just not as concerned about it as, uh, as as other people. I know Ramaswamy mentioned it. It was actually online before he mentioned it, but he gets the credit for it for whatever reason. Uh, but I'm just not concerned about it. We, we have the antidote. I'm not worried about what the left is doing. Let's do something to scare the left. Let's not be scared by Taylor Swift. Real quick, let's go to Doug. Doug is in Los Angeles, California. Doug, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic. Thank you, Carl.
2: Yeah, the, uh, it's not just Ilan, Homer, Umar, Omar. It's obviously Tlaib and Presley and Cortez and the majority of the left, uh, the Democrats. They're in elected office, whether they're in the federal government, on the Congress or Senate, or whether they're in local. That it is a, it's almost a uniformity. There's not a whole lot of compromise. Yeah. Do it our way sure. or not. And 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 uh, just to uh, add something to the something you've already said, um, you know it's not just socialism. All of the secular humanist ideology of of, uh, of communism, Marxism, uh, Nazism, and fascism, they all fall under the same exact thing. No God. God does not exist in the public sphere in those yeah. uh, um, societies, in that government. And it's top-down governance. So if you like to be told by the government uh, what you're going to have and what you're going to do, then you you ascribe to that. And it is yeah. it is Marxist. It is We are in a Marks listen.
1: We're, we're good. That. Good call, good call. We're out of time. I appreciate the call. We'll be back. Carl Jackson in. we're Dennis Prager. I got this
5: music in my mind saying it's gonna be all right. The play, 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 play in my
0: Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the daily Dennis Prager podcast to hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial free. Every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com.